Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is the first inaugural Sports Overtime podcast right here. Right here, it's Mo. Mo from New Jer- from Edison, New Jersey. And for and I have my partner here. My partner is... Max. We got Max. So it's Mo and Max, double M's, right here. So let me introduce myself first here. I'm a diehard Knicks fan, Giants fan. Yeah, pretty pretty big Giants fan. Rangers, and eh, and a pretty big Yankee fan, but mostly Knicks fan. So that's a little bit about myself. Yeah, unlike Mo here, I uh, tend to torment myself with uh, the teams I root for more so. I'm a big Jets fan, Mets fan, and Knicks fan. So uh, none of those are quite so easy. Hockey, uh, I root for the Sharks if I have to, but not a huge hockey fan. Yeah, so uh, mostly the teams haven't been doing great. But the whole point is that we're diehard fans. So even if even if the teams don't do as well as we hoped, we still support them all the way. And every player becomes like, we know all the players' stats. Even like, let's just say basketball, like the 15th man in the roster, or football, the backups. That's that's what we live for, man. We just that's that's what we do. So this podcast is generally going to be uh, us talking about events and sports that happened, and us giving our analysis and getting into debates, or you know maybe sometimes even agreeing. But don't count on it. Yeah, and a big reason why we're making this podcast is that we're both big sports fans. We both like arguing, and we feel like we have good ideas. So we just wanted to put that. Well, we want to see what everybody else thinks about it. All right, let's get started. All right, so first topic right here, first big topic. We'll have, we'll, we'll talk about different different areas about this. Is uh, we got the big NFL offseason where where a lot a lot of big moves coming up right here. Right, so I think the the most notable move was Brady signing with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So uh, Mo, what were your were you surprised by that? Do you, do you think he was going to resign or? You thought, you know, Florida, you know, only people go there to retire. So, you know, it was just inevitable. I guess I was I was shocked. Like, I don't know. You, you stay for a team for so long. You win so many championships. And then you just decide to, like, leave. I get it. You want some more money. But it does. I don't know. He has so much money already. Like, it, it doesn't make sense to me. What, what do you think the issue is? Like, wh- why do you think he left? Honestly, I, I think I think it's more of like everyone thinks it's, oh, it's Bill Belichick's team. He's the. He's the reason why they're so good. And I think he, he wants to try to prove something on his own finally to see like, look, it's me. I I'm the per, I'm the person who who won all those all those championships. I think it's clearly not money. I mean, Brady's always taken pay cuts for years with the Patriots. He's never really been the highest paid quarterback. I think it's more about power, as in Belichick is always the one calling the shots. And I think Brady wants to kind of, you know, see what he could do without Belichick. But he took more money in this instance, though. I mean, sure, but he took $25 million a year. Top quarterbacks now are getting paid, what, 35 maybe even more? If he was going just for money, I'm sure he could have gotten more. No, definitely. I think money is a factor, though. I think, I think, I think the money is sort of like the power itself, right? The, the fact that he wants more money because he thinks of himself that he's one of the best quarterbacks ever, and he wants to get paid more money. Getting paid less money shows that maybe he's, he's not worth as much. Then why would he be taking pay cuts for the last ten years? That's that's his that's his change. That's what I'm saying. So suddenly he just wants money. I mean, like I feel like Giselle makes enough money that like what he makes isn't really so relevant. He probably also makes way way more from endorsements than he does from his actual salary. 
No, I'm saying money is 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 his way of power. That's he wants more. He wants more money so he can say, "Oh, I, I'm worth this much" or whatever. He's he's upset that he's been getting pay cuts all this time, and he wants a little bit more. I think it's more so in this in this situation. I think he'll be able to totally shape the offense to his will. I don't really think he was able to do that in New England. No, it's true. And what's interesting here is he has a lot of very competent receivers. Although he had he had great receivers in New England. Never like the top tier ones that he has right now, right? He has Randy Moss. You're right. You're right. You, Gronkowski. But still, the past few seasons, he's been leading his team to. The receivers are subpar. I think it's not. It's not. It's not. You don't see this top crazy receiver on his uh, on any of his teams. Besides Randy Moss, fine. That's the exception. I don't know. I mean, Edelman's been a very solid receiver for a long time. Solid, yeah. Yeah, but it's not like he has bad receivers either. I think that's really overstated. He has, like, okay receivers, like, somewhere around average. Yeah, but imagine what he could do if he has great receivers, right? Yeah, but the Buccaneers, it's, I think it's an interesting choice. I think the Chargers were a more logical team to go to. I think they have a better defense. I think they probably have a better skill position group overall. Um, Hunter Henry is really good. I'm not sure. OJ Howard, I think, is eh, not anything special. And the offensive line isn't great on the Buccaneers. So I think it's an interesting fit. Like, I understand part of it is he doesn't want to go so far to the West Coast for family reasons. But still, I think he'll have to do a lot of the heavy lifting. No, for sure, heavy lifting. And, like, with the past few years in New England, he's he's been throwing a lot less. They've been running a lot more. Will he be able to handle all this pressure now. I don't, we'll see. Thing is also, New England always has a top 10 defense. Will the Bucks be a top 10 defense? I'm not exactly. so sure. New England's offensive line has usually been solid. Like, yeah. Prediction. Did they win the, did they win the division? I think they win the division just because he's Brady, but I don't know if, I don't know if they'll make it past the first, maybe second round. I don't know. I don't think they'll win the division. I think the Saints are too good. I think they'll, I think they'll take a wild card though. The see is I'm just I'm waiting for Drew Brees to to fall off and I think this just might be the year. Hmm, I guess we'll see. Now, the next really big move was uh the DeAndre Hopkins David Johnson trade. When I saw that I was like what is Bill O'Brien doing? Like this is the quintessential example of why you don't give a coach the power to also be the GM. Yeah, I, I didn't get that move either like yeah. I mean, look, Johnson was a very good running back, but he's been really injured the last two years, and he hasn't been particularly good. So if you want to tell me he's an above-average running back, maybe. I don't think he's elite anymore. And But Hopkins, on the other hand, Hopkins is a, is a top receiver. I think undisputedly top five. You could argue higher than that. No, yeah, I think I think the decision was – I don't get the decision here. David, I had David Johnson on my fantasy team last year. It was horrible. Like, they were starting Chase Edmonds over him. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, also, the I think the issue is, if you're going to get, let's say, I don't know, two first-round picks, I could understand it. But they essentially got a second-round pick and swapped fourths. So, like... I don't understand that. Not a ton of compensation there, you know? I'm thinking maybe there's some, like, locker room thing with Hopkins, maybe. that that's, That could be the only reason I could think of, but... But is that really the best you can do, though? I mean, I feel like you can start a bidding war. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't understand. Maybe they felt like they needed a running back. I don't know. I think it also could be that maybe they they did Hopkins a courtesy and let him choose where he wanted to go. Maybe they took a worse deal. Probably yeah. not, but maybe. Maybe. Think, uh, do you think David Johnson will actually be good or no? I don't know. Like he didn't have he didn't have he did not have a good year last year and shows he's injury prone. It's very unlikely we don't a lot we don't a lot of times see especially these running backs who've been in the year multiple years they get worn out. We don't usually see them having like this comeback here. It seems unlikely that that's going to happen. Maybe he'll turn into an okay running back, but not to the level that he was before. Right. No, I definitely agree. But, I mean, you do have guys like Carlos Hyde that were really struggling. And he went to the Texans last year, and he was pretty good. I mean, he had a quite quite nice year. Yeah, no, you know, it happens. It happens, yeah. But not, not for trading, like, uh, a player like Hopkins for. All right, all right. So I think two of the most surprising moves, besides that trade— was Cam Newton getting cut and Todd Gurley getting cut? Which surprised you the most? Honestly, it was Cam Newton. Like, if you have a player that has led has Super Bowl, like, just the disrespect by letting him go, it's unbelievable. I have to disagree there. I mean... So many years. I don't... Cam Newton hasn't been an elite quarterback in a, many years. Um, look, it's true that he is integral to the franchise. He was a top first-round pick, number one overall. But, you know, it's, it's been nine years since then. Todd Gurley, as recently as, I don't know, a year ago, a year and a half ago, people were talking about talking about him as being the best player in the NFL, how he should get votes for MVP, how he's the most dominant in his position. It's been such a massive fall. And also, the, the Rams took so much dead money just to cut him. Like... I still think he, he's a very good player. He's had to deal with some injuries, but I I don't understand the decision, quite frankly. No, but they're they're the whole season they're very uneasy about Gurley. Like I, I could see it happening. I was I was very surprised that that they that they would release Cam Newton. Looking back, I think the fall though is so steep for Gurley. For Newton, it's it's been going on for a while. But you see that with running backs all the time. Like, I don't think, first of all, he's so young, right? He's, he's what, he's 25, 26? Yeah, but how, how many years has he been in the league? Three. Three or four? Usually you're, good at, usually you're fine until you're 30, and then you massively drop off. Unless you're like AP, who you're still somewhat good. Yeah, that, that, that's crazy what he's doing, <laughs> yeah. I think Cam Newton getting cut was a bit surprising, but not particularly. I mean, look, he still makes a good amount of money. He's been really unhealthy lately, and he's lost a lot of his running ability, and that's really what makes him what he is. Yeah, but the decision to let him go now I think is unfair because he could have signed with another team if they let him go earlier. The decision to do it now while already other teams have ready their quarterbacks just makes it much harder for him to find another job. Maybe, but then again, going in for physicals is going to be difficult in the current climate. That's true. That's his big issue. But I don't think a team's going to sign him without without giving him a physical, and I don't think they're going to sign him. I'm surprised they couldn't trade him. Yeah, I, I think some team would be, would be willing to give up something for Cam Newton. Yeah, listen, he's not he's not like the worst quarterback. So, what's your predict? Where, where do you think Newton ends up? I don't know. 
I think the I think the three most rumored options right now is uh, New England. Uh, you have uh, Los Angeles, the Chargers. Yeah, definitely. And then you have potentially one of the teams that is picking at the top of the draft, either, you know, the Redskins, the Dolphins, the Bengals. Maybe they want to have a veteran in there for a year. That's true. I think I think the Redskins, though, I, I think that they think Dwayne Haskins is their guy. And I think they're going to stick with him. They sort of last year was a little bit like we don't know yet. But I think I mean, this year. Did they watch him play last year? I don't <laughs> I know, but they're gonna. It it's wasn't pretty. First, first, first year. Let him get used to it. This is this is his chance to prove himself. I don't think they're gonna put a, a guy like Cam Newton who's gonna want to start and and affect that. Maybe it's also a new regime, though. New general manager, new coach. You're right. I think I think Los Angeles and uh, New England are the most likely, though. Yeah, I think I, I I think it's gonna be Los Angeles, but yeah. I think New England would be really interesting. That would be that would be cool. And Bill Belichick. That would yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. I think good work. Yeah. I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah. All right, it'd, next. It'd be uh, fun. There was a bunch of uh, really big re-signings. Some would say anticlimactic. Let's start with the Cowboys. Uh, Dak Prescott got franchise tagged, and Amari Cooper signed a $20 million a year contract. You expected this or no? Um, I thought they were going to do it. I think I think once they signed Ezekiel Elliott, and I, and I just think they're they're going all in. Like they didn't have they had a disappointing season last year, but I think I think now they're, they're going to go all in. Like we're going to sign everybody. We're going to this is it. Like next season we do it or yeah. I was a bit surprised they were able to keep Cooper. I mean, I, I, I thought they wouldn't really be able to come to terms with Dak and they would need to franchise him because they've had so much time to negotiate a contract they couldn't get one by now. But Cooper, like, he hit the open market, right? And he is a true number one receiver. True number one receivers are the open market should be able to get tons and tons of money. And look, $20 million a year is certainly a lot. That's a but lot. It's not the, but, but it's not the number one contract for a receiver. I'd think that he can get, I don't know, maybe 25 from a team that needs a receiver. A lot of teams out there. No, it's true. It's true. I think it means that, he really wanted to come back. Yeah, I th- I think they really, like, this is there's their best shot to win something. Yeah. Do you think the core of Dak, Cooper, and uh, Elliott is good enough to win a Super Bowl? I think, yeah. I think it's good enough. I don't know if they will, but they definitely have that level where they could win. I think I think Dak is kind of overrated. I, I think he's like a step up from a game manager. Like, sure, he'll make some plays that you don't think he's going to make and that you think are next-level plays, but usually he's just going to, like, check it down or take the simple whatever the defense is giving him. No, yeah, I agree. He, he doesn't come off as, as the best quarterback, but he comes off as a, as a good quarterback, which if he has the weapons around him, right, with Zeke, and with Amari Cooper, that 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 their team could be successful. Like I, I think there's some parallels here to kind of Kirk Cousins. Uh, I think he's better than Kirk Cousins. I think he plays similarly. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Another big news is also Dallas's center retired, Travis Frederick. So that is a big loss for the team. He's one of the yeah. best O linemen out there. Yeah, because yeah, also the reason why Dallas has been so successful is because of their offensive line. Yeah, losing losing him will be a big loss to to them. 
also losing Byron Jones to the uh, Dolphins. Who's, yeah. Byron Jones is a really good cornerback. It's definitely going to hurt the defense. And their defense has been quite good the past couple years. In the earlier 2010s, their defense was atrocious. Yeah, so, yeah. So that, that definitely will affect things. Agreed, yeah. The, the, the other pair of re-signings that was really big from a team uh, that did well last year, kind of surprisingly, the Titans, uh, Tannehill was re-signed to a big contract, a four-year contract, and uh, Derrick Henry was franchise tagged. So, yeah, so I'm just I'm not a big Tannehill fan, so I didn't like that signing. But Henry, yeah, I think he deserved it after what he did last season. It's impressive what Tannehill did, though. I agreed. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not a big fan, but yeah, I I think they could have got somebody else. What are your thoughts on Henry? Do you think he's best running back in the NFL nowadays? Definitely in the playoff, he proved that he's 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 a great running back. I don't think he's the best. Like I think a lot of the reason why he did so well um, last season was because that he was it was a contract year for him. He wanted to get the big money, and he proved himself to be that. But I think once he already got that contract, I think his stats will decline a little bit. He'll still be really good, but but it's I, I one year deal. It's only like one year, maybe like twelve million, maybe. So it's but, not huge money. I think he still has motivation. You're right. He definitely has some, but I think once he got it, I think it's gonna, yeah. I think it might end up being more of like a Le'Veon Bell situation. In terms that. You think he's going to... I think he's going to have a really good year, and he's going to get franchise tagged again, probably, because they don't want to shell out the big bucks to keep him long-term they're scared of, uh, you know, him declining. Yeah. And then I think there's going to be big problems. No, yeah. You're, say, you're saying he's going to want a bigger contract. He's going to stop playing. Yeah. That's Perhaps. Good. Or demand a trade or something else. Yeah. That will not be good for the Titans right there. So to transition a bit, you know, I'm sure as everyone is uh, listening to this, unless, you know, you're listening in a couple months or years, right now the coronavirus is massively impacting everyone. Uh, hopefully all, all our listeners are staying uh, at home and are safe and healthy. But uh, it's really impacted the sports world. Essentially everything is shut down besides NFL free agency. Yeah, there's there's no sports to watch, yeah. I mean, the NBA has been grateful and it has been allowing uh, anybody to watch all of the all of the NBA finals from 2000 all the way to the present. So that's been great. I've been doing that. But yeah, there's nothing to watch. It's it's uh, yeah. So what league do you think is handling the crisis the best? What league has handled the crisis the best? Um, I think the NBA has been really good about really good about it. They've been testing all their play, not all, but a lot of their players. Um, as, 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 as soon as somebody had it, they canceled all the games. I think that was, a, that was a smart move. Um, I'm a little bit, the NFL, like they're still doing stuff. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I think they they could handle it a little better. Yeah, I agree. I think the, uh, the NBA is handling it the best, which isn't really a surprise. I mean, Adam Silver again and again proves to be the best commissioner in sports, at least in the U S. Yeah. Um, I think the the NBA was very speedy in taking action. They didn't drag their feet, just trying to make more money. Um, I think you're right. I think you're right to a certain extent with the NFL. 
that they won't push anything. They're keeping the NFL draft. They're keeping free agency the exact dates it was supposed to be. You can see the NFL is more solely driven by money, and it connects less to its players, in my opinion, than the NBA does. Yeah, and I think the the player association in the NBA that really communicates with them, like they they really connected, and yeah, and I think that's part of the reason why they're shutting everything down so fast. So, uh, when do you think things go back to normal? We're not scientists here, but you know, it's uh. Honestly, I don't know. It's it's been crazy. Like it's it's just the numbers here in the U.S. is just getting worse and worse. Um. I think hopefully in the summer, like by June, July, hopefully things will get back to somewhat normal. Like we'll be allowed to leave our houses. We'll be allowed to do stuff. I'm not sure if there's going to be games. I'm questioning that just because of the large crowds. And if someone has it and he could spread it to so many other people that I don't think there's going to be games at least till like September. Right. I think, I think the best strategy is to have – games in empty arenas when when you're starting to play games again at least for a while because at the end of the day most people are watching from tvs or you know their phones or computers or, or whatever they're not they're not seeing it in person yeah i i think that's a good idea i know players have uh, expressed that they would not like that idea they think that like part of the game is, is hearing the fans and, and and that that motivates them to play better or make the other team play worse and and they would be really opposed to that i think they would rather have the season start later and have fans present so pipe in some artificial crowd noise <laughs> yeah no but it is true like when you, when you hear everything like even now like i'm watching some of the news like late night shows and like and like the the newscaster will make a joke and then you'll hear like silence and it'll continue like it, it's it's not the same right but then again we don't live in an ideal world and i think that if you wanted to fan at games i don't know i think you could say that probably even till the fall it's 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 conceivable that the government will ban that no yeah i i I think until the fall there will be no games maybe even longer i don't know how long it's gonna last so do you think the seasons will finish up or or no do you think they'll just like let's take the let's take nba for example do you think there'll be a playoffs do you think they'll finish the regular season or no I think I think it'll be really like some teams will hate this, but I think they'll just start the playoffs right away. I could see that. I think the issue is though that teams have played a different amount of games. No, yeah. So maybe they'll 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 figure that out. Yeah, I don't. Like each team gets when to equal the number of games. Yeah, they do the percentages. I think it's yeah. between like sixty-five and sixty-eight right now. So maybe like seventy. Yeah. So I understand why teams would be upset at that because like teams like the Pelicans or other teams like they're trying to get that eighth that eighth spot. But I don't know. I, I just can't see the NBA like extending so late that it will interfere with the next season. Like they have to they have to make a call. Like yeah, for sure. And uh, the the sport that I think is most affected by this is probably baseball. I mean, baseball is after all a spring and summer sport. And I think that's going to be most of the time that's missed. Yeah. Imagine like playing baseball and like the freezing cold. Yeah. That's going to be intense. I think the only solution here is to have like a massively shortened season. Yeah. Or 
I don't know how long this virus could be, but it might just be worth it just to push off the whole season in general, just like start when it's summer again. Like, Fair. I mean, also people need to remember that for almost every team besides uh, the Rays, baseball is an outdoor sport. So you really are affected by the elements. Exactly. Yeah. So like you really can't play in the snow. Like when it rains, they cancel the games. Like, yeah. So there's a lot of talk now about canceling or cutting the MLB draft, possibly to five rounds or maybe 10 or maybe none. Usually there's 35 or more rounds to the MLB draft. What what are your thoughts on that? In terms of the draft, I don't see, I, I get why it's like a big emotional thing and then like to have it official, but just to be safe, why not just do this by video or just have the teams pick in advance? Like, Right. So the argument from general managers is they don't have enough information to scout and they can't visit prospects or really talk with them. Um, And it's very hard to regulate from the league's perspective how many times you FaceTime someone or, you know, you Skype them. Okay, I I see the issues with that, but like. So they're just going essentially based off of like college or high school stats and film. Yeah, I think I think safety comes first. So. I agree 100%. I don't really think that they need all this information. I think like drafting is one of the things in sports where everyone just tends to overthink what they do. They just get all this information like, oh, of course we're going to be right. But no, it's it's a crapshoot after all. Like you could have all the information in the world and you're not any more likely to pick a good player than if you have like very little information. Exactly. Um, and then there's other sports, right? The NBA draft is in what, usually July or June, late June, I think. I think that will get pushed off with the whole season. Just everything gets, yeah. And of course, the NFL draft. The NFL draft is going on. It's going to be all remote. I think the NBA, though, they, I think they'll probably, they'll probably just do it from all the team headquarters and just do it by video. Yeah, I, I think that's what they're going to have to do. Yeah. The question is, though, is, you know, will that also reduce ratings? That's a big thing in, you know, sports drafts get tons of ratings, tons of that TV money. No, yeah, I think I think all ratings for all sport major sports will, will be lowered. But I also think that that's just what's happening in these times, right? All businesses are losing money and everything. That's just the way of the world right now. Like, For sure. All right. Well, we're going to wrap things up. Um, yeah, thank, thank you everyone for watching, for listening. Yeah, it's been great. First episode, I think, went pretty well. You guys can let us know. Uh, and we'll so, see you on the next time. 